It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast by the host or the guest do not necessarily reflect the views of Paranormal Buzz Radio or its sponsors. Use of any material produced by Paranormal Buzz Radio without express written consent is strictly prohibited. For information on everything Paranormal Buzz Radio has to offer, visit our website, paranormalbuzzradio.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Listener discretion is advised. Listen in as your host, Casey Colburn, brings together a perfectly picked panel of guests to discuss hot topics and events within the metaphysical and paranormal field. But don't worry, should the discussions get too heated, our studio's witch will sound her cackle to send the cauldron back down. Listen for new episodes of Cauldron Talk with Casey Colburn every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. only on Paranormal Buzz Radio. This is a bonus episode of Season 1. I'm your host, Casey Colburn, and we are reviewing evidence. Please look for the link in the chat to see the submitted pieces. Please welcome back to the circle, Thomas Ineville, Chris Marie, and Kimberly. Okay, so for the first one, it was a YouTube video. Did you guys see that one? Uh, is that the one with the voice? Yes. Yep. <clears throat> okay, so what are your guys' thoughts on that one? Hold on, I gotta refresh. Can't get into my messenger. And then for um, how I'm gonna work this is I'm gonna attach links to these that I'll I'll pin to the comment section for this, and then that way they can you know all the viewers can uh, listen to that and look at it on their own. Okay. Was this the no? Yes. Okay, yeah. I listened to that. Yeah, that, that was a pretty good clip, I think. Um, I don't know uh, necessarily like if it was responding directly to the question or if it just happened to be 
Because, I don't know, it seems like kind of like a, uh, I don't even know the word for it, just a residual sound, like somebody had yelled it for some other reason. So, like, I don't know, it it sounds a little, like, it is responding. It's, It's funny that it responds right after, so it does coincide with what was being asked. But it just sounds weird. Like, if somebody's like, you know, did you live here, you would probably just be like, no. But this recording is like, no, like something's happening. So I don't know. I'm kind of like on the fence about it. It's it's amazing, though. Either way, whether it was responding or residual, it's an amazing piece of evidence. Is there a way that we can play it on here? Um, I can try. So let me... Did you work here? Did you work here? Yeah, I had you covered on that one. Thank you. (laughs) It is a direct response, but it kind of sounds like the no or whatever it is we're hearing is far away. So maybe that's why it's loud and elongated like that they want to be heard i don't know well you know and and part of me is is like i feel like this would need a a further research to it because i know it's it's taken off of youtube but how do i know that that's not someone that's outside the building right or further away hearing someone ask a question and messing with them and being like no you know right so I, I gotta take it kind of with a grain of salt in that respect. If it is a legitimate and they know for a fact that there was nobody else with them or outside, uh, then that is an excellent EVP, 100%. Right. So what the, uh, what the person who submitted it said was, we believe this to be Ed Hopton, the third owner of the house, and we feel that it may have insulted him when we implied that he worked there because he owned it. Okay. So that's why they feel he's yelling. Could be. I, I could see that as a, as a logical reason, yes. But then Do they... you, don't, you also don't want to feed into... That's part of like tying back to what Kim said about knowing the history, because I think you assume things. And so that might not even be part of the story at all like that might might not even be that person responding but sure. if you put the story to it then you kind of i don't know i just feel like sometimes when you know or you you start connecting dots that may not be dots that need to be connected <laughs> i mean like i said it sounds far away so were they in one area of the house and the spirit was in another and that's why it sounds the way it does i don't know that's part of our healthy skepticism coming out. Well, yeah, like, I, think, I think we all have a good dose of that. Yeah, like Heather, I know she always tells everybody the one EVP that she has in the basement when they ask about um, who Ben is, because that's a well-known name around there. She kind of gets like a sarcastic response, like, why are you asking that? You should know who he is. So it's a very good possibility that he was responding that way. 
Could That's be. true. So this next one is uh, actually one that um, the people that sent you or submitted the previous one and I, um, we both kind of looked at this. They turned it into uh, this type of file because uh, I just had it on Audacity. So anyways, this file, um, we it, it's very interesting. I I don't even really have an explanation for it. Um, so I'm doing an interview for the show, and I hear what sounds to me like crows. And I'm like, who the heck has a crow? Okay. <laughs> and and it, it just, it does. It's like, caw, caw, caw. Like, the whole, it, it sounds like a crow. And it's nowhere else in the... Did it happen again? Um, the people that I'm interviewing, they don't have crows. Nobody's outside. I don't have crows outside anywhere here. Like, we don't, we can't debunk it for a crow sound. Well, when I showed it to them, um, the man from the, uh, previous submission, he, um, he chopped it out and then he enhanced it by just making it um, louder. And that's when you can kind of hear something a little bit different with it, um, which is kind of kind of interesting. So I'll go ahead and I'll play it now for you guys. Okay. So can everybody hear that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, what are your thoughts on this? Were you in a house interviewing somebody? I was just like how I am right now with you guys. Oh. Okay. I don't know because it doesn't sound like crows to me, but it could be because it's enhanced. Well, do you have the original? Yes, I do. Be happy to trumpet. Be happy to trumpet. You hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Who is talking? So that is from my uh, last interview with Alani Milligan and Gail Hamby, who is going to be on another episode for this show. Um, And now the thing to me is the actual audio as it's being shown on uh through audacity to me looks like a crow. Hmm. So it's very very weird. Um but then what they think they hear is tell them. Yeah, it sounds like a very it sounds like a response but it's hard to pick out what it's saying. I was going to say it sounded like tell them. Can you play it again? Be happy to trumpet. Be happy to trumpet. 
Yeah, something. Something them or something now. I don't know. Yes, it's very, it's very interesting. Um, that's a term that I will use for a lot of things. And, um, you know, it, it might not be paranormal, but yeah, I gotta definitely... be, I gotta be the skeptic on this one. <laughs> to me, it sounds yeah. like, it, to me, it sounds like interference from something, from something electrical. I was going to say that, like, it sounds like it could be something, but it also sounds like... It just sounds scratchy. It it, 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 to me, it sounds like typical interference when you have too many devices near it. Uh, like a, a speaker. Huh. But right. that's, you know, my skepticism, of course. I always want to try to debunk things before I say there's something else. But I've, I've always, and I only say that because I've actually heard a similar sound to that working on my own uh electrical stuff because I have so much stuff on my computer desk because I I take computers apart and I put them back together and all that stuff. Mm. Um so it's just something that I've picked up on. So I mean I could be wrong of course, but that's what I hear. Yeah, I've never heard that sound so I wouldn't know. Okay, so for our next uh piece that was submitted, um Opening up the messenger again. So, for the next piece, it was submitted by Kenneth Berlin of Five Arrows, a paranormal team based in Celeron, New York. He claims to have the ability to see spirit portals and does spirit photography. Okay. So, this is... I've only seen a couple of people that actually can do this. Um... I'm kind of iffy with it. Um, do I believe this this gentleman can see spirit portals? Sure. Um, I mean, it's all in what you you believe you can do. It's hard for me to prove my ability, so sure, it's going to be hard for him to prove his. Um, could this also be pareidolia? It certainly could be. Um, what is that? What's Pareidolia. <laughs> so pareidolia is when you can basically your brain pieces together faces super quick. And so you might see, you know, faces in everything. So if you take a photo and you blow it up, you might start seeing faces there. Um, the only difference with this is he doesn't have to take a photo to see them and he doesn't have to uh, blow the picture up to see the faces. So that's where it's a little bit different. Um, and that's why I'm like, sure, it's a hundred, you know, it, it can be, uh, you know, something he can do. It's not, you know, this isn't all black and white, you know, it's not, you can't do this, you can do this. He could very well have this ability. Um, so looking at the first photo, um, what do you guys think? Do we know what this image is, like, if you zoom out? It is a, basically just a room. Um, I think it's a cupboard that's right there in the uh, bottom right-hand corner. Okay. Um, and this is the first image. Is that so. the one with the red circles on it? Yes. Yeah. That one, I'm like, I don't know. 
I'm kind of skeptic. I don't, I could give some advice, like, I mean, not advice, but I take pictures of houses and windows, and I feel like I see a lot of faces in there that no one else can see, whether that be eyes lit up or, like, in the big circle of this one, I see two dark, like, what look like eyes, like they would be holes, like of a skull, and then a nose and a mouth, but I never know, like, if that is what I think it is, so I always ask people, and... I get different opinions, so I don't really know. But I do see where he could see faces. Yeah, I see them too, but I... Sometimes when we catch pictures like this, it's like, I see it, but the skeptic side of me is like, well, is it a shadow? Is it the way the camera is, like, pixelating because of the changes in lighting? Yeah. You know, like, I kind of just wonder if it's not true. Well, yeah, that's kind of how, like, pareidolia comes into everything, because it's, like, your brain's trying to make sense of what it's seeing, especially when it comes to dark shapes and things like that. So that's why a lot of times your brain's going to turn something into what it's familiar with, and the most familiar thing to us a lot of times is a face. Okay. So that's why a lot of people start seeing faces in windows and things like that, because that's your brain's way of being like, oh, that's what that could be. Which it is... It's fascinating in and of itself. (laughs) I see a skeleton in the big circle, too. Like, I see a face and then a skeleton next to it, but I don't really know. I can't say for sure. (laughs) I kind of see, like, a skeleton with a hat, which kind of looks like a cartoon character in one of the cell phone games that I play. (laughs) So it's like, (laughs) it could just be because I see that skeleton every day. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to... The the difference I I think is like when you see those pictures, like the one of one of the people from Greystone, where you hold a picture of the person next to it and it's exactly the same, like the same shape, the same nose. That's where like I believe it a little bit more, and that's because there's a comparison. For sure. Um, to look at you know any old window and just see a face, it could be anything. So, with the next photo that he submitted, um, it there's one with the circle, which I did, and one right above it without it. Um, I did the circle just in a generalization, like, that's the general area of where he is referencing to. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys think about that? I, I see a couple of blurry areas. Um, Unfortunately, I'm, I don't see a whole lot going on other than it being the time of day it is, so there's that type of lighting. Mm-hmm. Um, Does he have, like, three pictures? Because I know we emphasize always take three. Sometimes I take four, and I usually find something in that fourth photo that's different. But is there anything to compare it to? That's I, the question I had. <laughs> I do not have. I only have these ones. Okay. Yeah, it's hard okay. for me to say. Yeah, my basic in- instinct on that one is focus. I, th- I feel like the camera is focusing on some of the foreground branches. Or, you know, like, it, I just feel like the camera's not focused. It does look blurry, though, over there, so I don't really know. I don't know what a spirit portal is. Do you know what kind of um, camera he was taking these on? I do not. Now, the interesting that I thing that I 
do find is I'm almost 100% certain that when he sent these to me, it was, there was snow on the ground. So that's weird. Maybe, maybe I've been sent a different photo and I just, you know, in a different season or a different time, but I swear there was snow on the ground. So that's weird. <laughs> well, I, I ask that only because if this was taken with a cell phone, I could see that blurry edge on that one side 100% being part of his finger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I have a shitty camera, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. I hate taking pictures on my cell phone. So, and they're blurry. so the, the blurry spot that I see that I find interesting is if you look at the downed tree like right in the middle, mm-hmm. and you, you zoom in on its end that's sticking up towards the ground, um, it's a little bit blurry there. Could it be something? Uh, that, that would probably most likely be your focus. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. So I, when I take a picture of anything, um, like even, you know, at a concert or something, you can tap your phone to focus on whatever, but it's like whatever you click to focus on, sometimes it makes things around it blurry to focus well, would, on something you're centering on. Wouldn't more of the picture be blurry? Not necessarily. Oh, I don't know. I don't know these things. All right. So our next piece of evidence to review is actually submitted by Chris and Kim, and it's the one with the green uh, orb coming up through it. Do you guys want to talk a little bit about it? I didn't even watch it, so Chris, you can talk about it. <laughs> it's in the group if you want to take a look at it. Is it going to interfere, though? No. Well, it might if you have the sound on. Um, Can we pause? Here, go ahead and watch it. She can edit this part out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've gotten very, very good at editing. (laughs) Hold on, let me make it big, because I'm blind. Hmm. Yeah. Shoot, can I submit my picture or is it too late? You can submit it. I'm sure we'd be fine with it. Tonight? Yeah, right now. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I I remember them talking. No, there was a deadline. <laughs> <laughs> it happened 30 seconds ago. Sorry, you're late. Oh. I was going to submit that one photo that I got at uh, Murdoch, Tom. The one um, with the, the little boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, he is, it's such a good photo, but I didn't, I don't know why I didn't think to. Can you do it for tomorrow or no? Oh, uh, I got a good orb, too. So tomorrow, so this, um, the reviewing the evidence is actually just for this episode. It's a special little thing. Because we're special. Oh. Special and... Okay, I sent sent the three pictures. Okay. I have one more set. This is from last night, too. 
Okay, I'm gonna send a cluster too. Cluster? Yeah, like three pictures. Um, I'm not like so sure about orbs until I catch one. Then I'm like, okay, that that that's not a piece of dust. Like that has to be something. Yeah, I orbs are always tough. The um the only orb that I've ever like said, okay, this is definitely something, was at a, a Statler, and it literally like mm. it it went down the hall right at me, stopped, stayed there for some time, and then like went right off the balcony. Um, we were um up above where the fair was. Did you oh, see that with okay. eye? Huh. Um, your eye or was it on video? Uh, on my camera. Oh wow! Yeah. Chris interrupted my flow here. <sighs> Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Chris gets a lot of orbs. I've gotten orbs that I think are orbs, but it doesn't look like dust to me because it's usually only in one of the pictures. But I wonder. Okay. So I'll go ahead and I'll try to send. Yeah, see, I'm not seeing anything in that window. The one I sent? Yeah. There's three pictures of the house, and then the last one is zoomed in on the window. Is that the upper mm-hmm. right window? Upper left. It's not in any of the pictures of the whole house. It's just in that one, which is a fourth picture of the whole house, but I zoomed in on the fourth picture. Well, send the plane of the fourth picture so I can zoom in myself and look. Okay. Where did I find which one it was? That kid is creepy looking, Kay. <laughs> they right. apparently didn't know how to smile back then. No, but now if you look at the photo of the the boy, the spirit, to me it looks like a full body apparition right there. Um, and it's the same nose, the same smile, the, the straight across haircut. Like I'm convinced that this is the boy. Hold on. Is that that blue line, like, on top of his head? Yep. So it's actually, it's about, if you zoom in, it'll be about half an inch away from his head. We're we're talking big, like, close. Let me, uh... Oh, I know his eyes look like just straight black. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, what are we looking for? I I see where she's she's talking about. It's lower than the blue. Which picture are you looking at? I'm looking at the darker one, and I zoomed in a bit. 
Uh, I'll try to draw around it. I don't know if I can. Yeah, I I just sent a uh, oh, a okay. screenshot. So um the one photo I I lightened it up to see if maybe that would kind of go away. Um so that's why it looks the way it does. But he's still like he's still, he's still there. there. Yeah. Um and he you can almost tell he's darker than what's behind him. Yeah, like I'm gonna he, try to. And to me, it looks like he's trying to like walk around that corner of that desk thing. Because it, as you zoom in and you look at it more, you'll see, um, almost like there's that collar that he wears in that photo, um, just you know, right where it would be. I see a little hand at where his hip would be on it. Um, it's just it's very weird and um it was just me and cat oh. downstairs i see it now <laughs> can you I was, it. I was so confused and now oh my god <laughs> can you i think i might see it but cuz like directly across from the blue the end of the blue i see a hand and i see another face up there like on the wall You see, like, an old man with a beard and then a hand coming out of that medallion-looking thing on the wall? Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna try to crop it down here. So is his waist even with, like, that structure thing? Yeah. So that's about where is like, where I see the hand, his little hand, too. It's like, it's dark, and then there's, like, this one little bloop of tan, and that's what I, I feel would be his hand. It's in the right area for it. Well, send his face. I sent a picture mm. that should be his face. Yep. Pretty sure. Yeah. It's yeah. Com- it's compelling. His eyes are, like, lit up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I see that now. Of course. You, can see, you can see the nose. Like, that, to me, is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. I see eyes, nose, mouth. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of see, like, his right hand. Yeah, almost like he was walking, and then I see the collar, too, on him. So if you look yeah. at where his chin is, you can kind of see where that, that collar would be, um, which hmm. is very similar to the photo of him on the wall. It kind of looks like he's walking around it and putting his hand on that desk. Yeah, yeah. and the... Weird thing to me is, like, it's the same nose and the same smile, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, 
and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, yeah, it's very, it's very interesting. Hmm. Oh, and it could just, it, you know, we see it, but it could just be matrixing. It's possible. It is. But the fact, I mean, here's the thing that's, that's compelling is the fact that it is so similar to the picture of, of that boy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Right. So, back to what you guys were were sending to us. If, um, Which ones did you video. want us to look at? Well, she was trying to watch the video. Oh, okay. Look at that orb. Yeah, I've seen the video, but I sent two sets of pictures. That video is, like, just a chunk. I was recording her for probably, like, 20 minutes, and it was just orb galore. And I'm slightly skeptical about orbs, so when I start seeing them, I'll turn my head around the camera to see if there's any dust flying or anything. And there was nothing in front of the camera. These orbs were just back and forth and back and forth. And you get, like, the the classic ones that just fly through, and then I was getting some of the ones that would kind of, like, come in from the side come towards me and then fly up and I'm like, okay, Dust doesn't have that kind of mind to do that. <laughs> but this green one that pops up in the corner of the video here, that, that I've never seen an orb like that. Like, to me, orbs have always been white. And when that one popped up, I was like, oh, wow, did you see that? And I showed that to Heather and she's like, yeah, green means uh, like protection. Or, it, you know, it's something from the spirit world where the greens and blues and stuff like that are protection. And I was like, well, they were discussing about the spirit that was in that house and her spirit guide. Uh, well, she named somebody who she said has traveled with her to different places that she's lived. And um, Heather was doing pendulum and she said that He's it told her it was her spirit guide, one of her spirit guides, a reaper. So um that could have been his manifestation, I guess, or, you know, part of him protecting her. Very interesting. Yeah, I the thing that I, I find interesting about it is that it's so brightly colored. Like, it's just, it's almost glowing. That's how bright of green that is. Right. Um, I don't have an explanation for it. Um it could just be, you know, it could be light reflecting, but because of, I, because of the, 
light that's in the room that kind of makes it a little bit harder to to think it is that, but I don't know. Just a pitch black room with just the light from my camera. My my cell phone camera. This is on my cell phone. If that helps anybody. Was anyone holding a flashlight or anything like that? No. Interesting. I'd say it's very compelling. I don't have an explanation. Regarding orbs. (laughs) Yeah. The fact that it's a whole different color is kind of intriguing. Right. Are you talking about the the video, right? Yeah. Yeah, upper right. Like, you got all these, like, white ones going through, and then there's just this green one that comes, like, right across the corner, upper Mm -hmm. right. And it's real quick, too. And, yeah, I had stopped my camera. Not because I didn't see it, like I wasn't paying attention to it, so I had stopped just after that. That's the end of the video. And then when I reviewed it, I was like, oh, hey, look at that. That's crazy. Yeah. Interesting. Very. All right, so for these photos, um, can you explain to us a little bit what's going on in the first set with the candles on the floor? Yeah, we were doing a pendulum session. We had some, um, we were actually just setting up and we had flashlights across from us. We were like in the living room and we had a flashlight in a hallway pointing into the kitchen, which was facing us. And the dog laid there and I was just taking a picture of the dog because he was cute. And I was like, well, I might as well take three pictures, see if I catch anything. And in the third one, there's like these red, finger looking things i don't know what it is but it's not any one of us because nobody was setting things up there they were setting things up in the hallway so i don't know what that is was everyone perfectly still yeah hmm. yeah that's when i was probably like eight feet from that in the hallway setting down a flashlight hmm So I have no idea what that thing is. It looks yeah, like it is. Yeah, that is weird. It, it's like it's reaching for whatever that is on the oh the lighter on the thing. Was it maybe a smoker? What do you mean? Was the yeah. uh spirit? <laughs> yeah. Did they? Do you think maybe they were a smoker and they wanted uh, to use the the lighter? I don't know. This was um an apartment. Like we were investigating the lady's house, which is where the video Chris had. And this was the upstairs apartment that's been vacant, so I don't know. She hmm. said she threw stuff up there, so we were just up there for a little bit. Hmm. Got some flashlight activity, and then this was, like I said, when we were setting up, so I have no idea. Yeah, it's very, very interesting. Yeah, I have no explanation for it. Yeah, I don't either. Um, it does it definitely, it looks like fingers. Yeah, and mm-hmm. if it was reflection, you would see it in every photo. Cause they're, right. I mean, they're all the same angle. Right, yeah, it wasn't me or like my finger or anything. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It's I'd like, be in- I- I'd be interested in seeing if you guys got anything on that recorder at that time, too. Right. Um, just because of where it's at. That'd, that'd be pretty interesting. Um, yeah, that's my recorder sitting right there, so I can review that. Yeah. I don't remember which one it was, but I, f- I can figure it out. 
So now the images of the house. It's there was four images. Only three it looks like they sent. There was four, and I didn't notice it, but in the one photo, if you go back up, there's like a single photo. Or is it down? Down. down. It's between Kay's photo and your photos. I see like a dark face in between the two slats of the window there that's circled with like lighter eyes. But I don't know if that's anything. I always get this question with faces. Like what I think is a face, is it really a face? And it's not in all the photos. It's only in the one. I actually see something in a different window. And that's that upstairs apartment that we were just talking about, that other photo. Yeah, I actually, so, I'm getting... It does look like there's a nominally there. And I might be circling the same... I feel like we should all just have a podcast of literally evidence. Invest- <laughs> yeah. Evidence, yep. Yeah. Discussing evidence. That would be the coolest thing though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see a face, right? In that one eye circle, mm-hmm. the white. Yeah, the big thing. I see two faces. I see like a skeleton upper left kind of thing with like a mouth open yep. and then kind of diagonal and right to that I see like a face. Yep, I see that too. And then, did you guys, I just sent two photos of what I I see in the, the top. So, it's in the middle window there, and then... Um, yep, that's the one I sent, the red circle. Mm-hmm. The that's what you're seeing? What are you seeing in the upper right window? Okay, so let me see if I can get it any closer. Yeah, I don't see anything in the upper right. But I, it kind of looks like a pig. <laughs> yeah. Smashed up pig. To me, the right window, the upper right one. Actually, I see something on the left bottom. That right window in the left side of it. Is that what you're looking at? So I just circled him. Yeah, that's what I see. Yeah, it looks like a pig. No, never mind. That's not what I see. I see the very left, like, she's, like, leaning. It looks like a female. She's, like, leaning to push herself to look out the window on the very left of that upper right window. I see, like, the dark face and the lighter eyes, but... Hmm. I can edit it on here. I don't see this pig, though. It's a very... <laughs> very interesting location. It doesn't even... You know, looking at it, I don't think you would say, oh, this house is haunted. Like, it it just looks like... Right. Where it's you not go a creepy... For- Victorian yeah. mansion or, a, you know, an old church. It's just like a normal house. 
that you or I would live in. <laughs> yeah, that we just, you know, we go to for, like, Thanksgiving. Like, there's, it's not very spooky looking at all, but it's very clearly got some some activity. I, I sat well, that'll tie see. back into what we were yeah. talking about earlier, that it could be anywhere. See if you mm-hmm. see around the yellow that I sent. I see, like, a female, like a young girl. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, okay, yeah, I can, I can kinda see that. You zoom in, but it's like you said, I don't know if it's my mind playing tricks on me or what. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, with these things, you know, like, that's why, even if I do have something that's very compelling, like the picture of that boy, right. um, I always say, you know, it's interesting because it's always, it, even if it's dust, it's something and it's still interesting. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's my, uh, safe way of, of putting it out there, you know, mm-hmm. um, because we don't have definitive, you know, reasons for any of this. So it could be something, um, you know, more natural or it could be something more paranormal. Um, it's just, I guess that's the reason why when we when we go and do these things, what we're always looking for, the class A things, you know, where those are the things that we can confidently say this is what it is. Um, but you're not going to get those all the time. Right. Yeah. Did you see what Chris sent in her photos? Oh, the kitchen. Yeah. See. I looked at those. That's that, yeah, that's for her pictures. That's huh? interesting. It's four pictures, like, in the same exact area, and then that one just came. Yeah. It's, like, perfectly circular, and it looks like it's zooming. It's kind of got, like, a dust behind yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that is that is kind of interesting. That, it does look like there's a little bit of a face in it, too. Mm-hmm. A little bit, yeah. Very cool. And when we were at this location, um, I do have a video somewhere of this location where uh, we were sitting there asking questions and all of a sudden the dog was sitting on the couch and he sits up and he starts growling looking towards the kitchen and that's why he snapped those pictures. That was like what's in this kitchen that he's (laughs) upset about. (coughs) Yeah, he's definitely, definitely telling us spirit to back off some or something then. Yeah. Very interesting. I like how it's almost got like that, you know, the sheen that a bubble has. Yeah. yeah that, that, that little like thing. like it's, you know, three-dimensional. It's not just a flat, you know, piece of dust or anything. It's It's got where the lights actually hit it a little bit. Or at least what it looks like light hitting it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool. All right. So from all the pieces that we've looked at today, um, what I'll have you guys say is either inconclusive or compelling. Okay. So for the one submitted um, by Hometown Haunted, uh, what do you guys think? That's the very first one um, that was the YouTube video. This is the clip? Yes. Yeah. 
the no or whatever it was. That's definitely compelling for As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. For me. I'm kind of on the fence. It's compelling. Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's compelling if it is legitimate, if they could prove, like, if it was like Hinsdale House and there was three people and they know there was nowhere near anybody else near, then I could say, Mm -hmm. yes, that's compelling. But um, if we're unsure, like the house we were at yesterday was right on a street corner, so, like, people could be walking down the sideway running their mouths and, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. pick up on your recorder. So I I do know that the people that were during this investigation um they are very reputable um they have been to the location multiple times they've actually written a book about the the location um so they are they are very uh, reputable I don't think that they would fabricate anything um you may know him it's uh I won't put this on here because I think he doesn't want his name on there. Um, but it's James Milligan and Alani Milligan. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say that we're saying they're fabricating anything. I think it'd just be more the stance that they may have caught this and not realized that someone could have been outside yelling. Yeah. Right, right. You know what I mean? All right. So just as a consensus, though, are we calling it compelling or not compelling? Or inconclusive? I know I'm saying inconclusive just because I'd want to do more research. Yeah. I agree. Okay. So now for the clip that I sent about with the crows, um, inconclusive or compelling? That one's inconclusive for me. Yeah, same. Inconclusive. Same for me. Okay. And for the ghost portals? That's an inconclusive. I'm going to say compelling just because I don't know this camera stuff, so. Yeah, I'm going to say inconclusive for me. I'm trying to remember all of the pieces that (laughs) we've done. Um... Okay, so for the green orb, that's compelling for me. What do you think, Tom? I'm going to say compelling. I don't have an explanation for it. It's compelling for me. That's definitely, like, there's evidence that I get that I'm just like, yeah, that's cool. 
But then this one was like, wow, look at that. So that's like, yeah, my, my hair's on end a little bit. So it's compelling. <laughs> I'll say compelling. Um, for the picture of the little boy um, that I took at Murdoch Mansion, what are your guys' thoughts? I'm going to say compelling. Definitely compelling. I didn't see it at first, but then when I saw it, it was like that same hair on end feeling. <laughs> like, yeah. oh my god, it's it. His name is Georgie, by the way. Um, I don't know if I, I mentioned that or not, but yeah, that that is who he is. And he's very active and happy to to communicate with everybody there. And yes, the whole night we made jokes about it. Yes. <laughs> um, so, Tom, what are your thoughts? Uh, it's compelling. I mean, I, I was definitely, I was there when it, when it took place. So yeah, I definitely say we had a lot of, uh, great stuff that night too. So yeah, a lot of knocking. It was, it was good. Uh, Where's Murdoch Mansion? It's down by Salem. Okay. Um, It was a, it was a nice hike. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right. And then for the photos that, Kim and Chris submitted. Um, what are your thoughts? So the one with the fingers, I think, is very compelling. I would agree. Yeah. So I think I think the orb is also very compelling. Correct. Um, the one with the uh, images in the window, um, I think it's compelling, but it could also just be matrixing because. I know I do definitely have pareidolia. Um, I definitely see faces and everything. Um, mm-hmm. So I just, me, I, I stay a little bit more modest with it. But yeah. it becomes a little bit more compelling when everybody else is seeing the same thing. Right. Yeah, I would say inconclusive, but not in, in a negative way. I'd be, I'd say inconclusive more in the fact that I'd, I'd want to like investigate it more. Um, yeah. To try to recreate things, you know. Right. Yeah, these pictures were taken after, um, like, Heather did a blessing and staging, and she had black salt. Not to say that she got rid of everything, but I wish I would have taken the pictures before we investigated and tried to, like, compare them, but there just wasn't enough time, so oh. I was like, I don't know, I'm assuming things were left there, like, because she said only the positive can stay, so there probably is still spirit there, but mm-hmm. I don't know. What was that term that you said? Uh, what was the name of it? Where you see faces? That's called pareidolia. Pareidolia. I feel like I kind of have that if I stare at something. Like, if I look at it real quick and I'm like, oh, there's a face right there. I, I don't, I feel like that's more believable for me than you know, me sitting and staring at a picture and zooming in and turning and staring at it, then I feel like I kind of make myself see something at that point. Yeah, so everybody has pareidolia. Um, and there's, I don't know that it's necessarily a correct term for it, but people are also saying there's audio pareidolia. Basically, like when you're listening to these two EVPs or you're listening to the spirit box, um, your brain is geared to automatically make up things that make sense. Okay. So you might hear a string of words that come through and your brain's instantly going to turn that into a story. And 
it could be absolutely nothing. So that's why when you're doing anything, you're looking for intelligent responses. Um, because you might hear the word blue, and then you might hear car, and then you might hear crash, and it could be, you know, like five minutes in between each word, and then your brain's like, oh my god, it said that before. And, you know, now you're, you've got this whole storyline going on that you're building up and then there's emotion coming into it and yeah. it's, it's your brain, you know, making them all together. Um, there was an awesome TV show. I can't remember what it was called, but it talked about all this stuff. Um, I will try to find that and maybe put it in a link for everybody, but it was an awesome, awesome TV show. Um, and, <laughs> Yeah, the brain just does incredible, weird things all the time. Don't they say that that happens with the pendulum, too? It's not called pareidolia, but it's called something. Like, you're going to get the answers you think you want. I forget what they call it. Yeah, I feel like that kind of would be like, like subconsciously, your hand's going to make it move towards what you want. I don't know, like, I I see that, but then, like, sometimes when I'm using a pendulum, I think it's going to say one thing, and it doesn't. So I don't know. So the way I've always, when I use them, the way I know that it's actually spirit moving it is that it actually feels heavier. Yeah. Um, And you yeah. can actually feel that pull. Um, That's when it, to me, you know, is legitimate. Um. Is it all always the case? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but for me, that's my, like, validation for it. Right, yeah, because I definitely notice, like, sometimes the pendulum will move really, really slow, and sometimes it'll move really, really fast, depending on who I'm communicating with, so I don't know. I get that pull, like, when I'm, I'll start, you know, in the center, and I'll just wait, and I sometimes feel like somebody's pulling down on it almost like you would like pull on a rubber band and you get like that tension. Yeah, that that I can sort feel of when they like let it go. Yeah. Yep. yep. And you can always tell too when the energy's changed. So mm-hmm. a good example that I have with this actually was at the Hinsdale house. I had my back to Mary's room and I'm so proud of myself. Usually I say Emily's room. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, but Mary's room. And it just it like got real heavy, real still, and then just started, like, violently shaking. I was, like, done. I'm not doing this no more. But before that, it was, like, nice and gentle, like, very feminine. And, you know, I knew that's who I was connecting to was the more feminine energy. Yeah. And then it just, it changed. And that was, it was totally and completely different. Um, So I think it's easy for them to use it. To me, Um, I personally think pendulums are, like, spiritual crack to ghosts. And I think they get very hooked on using that. Um, I know at the Hinsdale house, if they know you have one, they almost, like, they won't communicate with you with anything else but that. Hey, that could be my problem, then. They will not communicate with me. Like, we did do a pendulum session there one time, but every other time we didn't, and it was just, like, nothing. So I don't know. Oh, that's interesting. Last time I was at Hinsdale with a pendulum, I actually saw a full-bodied apparition. Really? While we were using it. Oh. Yeah, she walked behind my friend, and she looked at me and then disappeared. Hmm. Huh. I feel like I get that way with uh, dowsing rods. 
Like, I feel like sometimes I'm getting nothing, and then as soon as I pull those rods out, it's like, hey, hey, I'm here, let me talk to you. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe they just, they enjoy the the easier things. Well, actually, I mean, we, me and Tom, we, we kind of had that working theory, though, because of the astral projection experiment that we had, where maybe the frequencies are harder for them to work with. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, you know, it, um, so, I don't know if you girls, if you ladies saw it or not, but, um... So I astral projected to a location that Tom, Kat, and Brad were at um, that I'd never been to before. And I went through their spirit box with a code word dragon. And when I was done doing this, they monitored me too the whole time. Um, it was like we, we tried to have it like very scientific. Um, and when I got out of the meditative state and was talking again, my voice felt so hoarse. And I felt like I had to scream just for them to be able to hear, like, a normal register of volume. Hmm. So it's definitely, like, there's so much that we don't know. Um, we did hear the word. Which was even better. Mm-hmm. I don't either. I, we need to do this. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, so intrigued now. I'm, like, oop. <laughs> it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Oh. Yeah, they, I tried to say it's me, K to... They, you guys kind of heard it, right? Yeah, we heard, we heard the, the, it's me, K, like, part of it. But it was, that was more fainter than Dragon. Yeah. So it, it's weird how things work in that, that realm, if you will. Um, it's just, it's just all different. Um, and again, it, you know, this is a topic I can go on and on and on about, but <laughs> it's possible that these things like the pendulum and the dowsing rods are easier for them to, you know, use and communicate with compared to something that, you know, is electric, uh, has electricity to it or that other energy to it. Yeah. It's true. All right, guys, um, before we get a whole nother podcast going. <laughs> Go on for um, two more hours. <laughs> So with that, thank you guys. It was a lot of fun to have you guys on. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having us. Have a good night. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining my circle tonight. It was a pleasure to discuss this spooky topic with you. And a thank you to all my listeners for tuning in. And as always, dreadful dreams. Remember, my darling to always be kind to those around you, including our friends with claws, fangs, and fur. Hello, darling. Love the show and want to be more involved? All while showing your support? Have I got the perfect thing for you. Subscribe to my Patreon page today, and as a patron, you'll have the option to select which tier you are interested in, with exclusive patron-only offers from early access, live stream chats, shoutouts, distant readings, and so much more. If this has piqued your interest, please follow the link in the chat or go to patreon.com and search Cauldron Talk with Casey Colburn and become a patron today. Thank you for your support, darlings, and as always, dreadful dreams.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 